0: You are now listening to the Double Say Sports Podcast. Here's your host, Justin Nicosia. Welcome back to the Double Say Sports Podcast. It is January 23rd, 2021. Tomorrow, the AFC and NFC Championship games begin, but that's not what we're here to talk about today. Right now, I'm joined by Chris Hunt and, of course, Mike Manikino. I'm Justin Nicosia, and we'll be talking about the possibility of Deshaun Watson getting moved from houston just a short while ago the miami herald had reported that deshaun watson's top landing spot is the new york jets somehow i i don't know how the jets have ever gotten to the position where a top five quarterback in the league wants to go to them Hey, hey justin
1: justin two words robert sala
0: well robert sala is definitely the entire reason i mean we see the effect that he's had on people already so far i mean we see that um, his former cornerback, Richard Sherman, who also happens to be a free agent right now, was telling Watson to go out there and go to the Jets, request a trade to the Jets. Um, and Watson's other landing spot is actually the Jets' rival, the Miami Dolphins. So it, it would be interesting to see who would decide
1: between those two. But um, let's get some of your guys' first thoughts on this. So I'll, I'll speak first as the other Jets fan here. I am very conflicted about this um, information. You know, on one hand, Deshaun Watson is an excellent quarterback. I love to watch him in Clemson. You know, I love to watch him in his rookie year. He's been a great quarterback for Houston. Just a shame that Houston's always been a terrible team. But with that being said, um, would I want him to be on the Jets? Yeah, I think it would be really cool to have Deshaun Watson on the Jets. But my problem is I just don't know if it's worth the price he's going to cost. I think the Jets have way too many holes. And just having a really good quarterback isn't going to fix them, you know. They got to save those draft picks and plug in, uh, plug in a lot of those other holes. I think that would be one more important. But you know, if the Jets can find a way, if uh, Big Daddy Douglas can find a way to get a good deal for Watson, I'm open to it. But I don't know. I'm I'm just very conflicted on it personally, uh, Mike. What do you What are you thinking?
2: Well, yeah, of course. I'm I'm with you, Chris. Here, I think of course, Deshaun Watson makes the Jets better, but I don't think he, he makes them good enough to, to win right now. This is a team that has a lot of holes, draft capital that it's going to cost to go out and get Deshaun Watson. I just don't think that this is a team that's that's ready to make that sort of splash. You look at the other teams in the mix, like the Dolphins and the Niners. These are teams you put Deshaun Watson under center. That's a, that's a Super Bowl contender. You put Deshaun Watson under center. On the Jets, I mean, that takes us from a two- or three-win team to a five-to-seven-win team. No, I just don't. No, whoa,
0: whoa, 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 whoa. I, I think they went way more than five games with just Sean Watson on the roster for the Jets. Right now, I think the Jets could win five games with Sam Darnold at quarterback. Uh, looking at their schedule for next year, they have the Bengals. They could win that game even with Darnold. The Jaguars, they can definitely beat with Sam Darnold. The Falcons, Broncos, and Panthers are three other teams that they definitely could beat with just Sam Darnold with the roster they have right now, not even taking into consideration free agency or the draft. So I'm sorry for cutting you off there, but I think even right now this team could win five games. And I think adding a top five quarterback in the league does have a big effect on increasing that number. Well, I would say you add Deshaun
2: Watson to this Jet team right now, because if they do make this trade, you're looking at pretty much the same team. All your draft capital for this year is probably gone. So you're, you're basically just flipping... Watson in for, for Darnold.
0: Well, Dan, Daniel Jeremiah, for whatever it's worth, last week he had said that he thinks that he had said that a reasonable asking price for the Jets could be one of their picks this year, a first next year, and a first in 2023. Um, it probably will take a bit more to get him than that, but I think that even if you're looking at one of the first for this year and two seconds for next year, along with maybe a second or third one of these two years, could get it done. I don't think they have I to have so. to. I don't know. He's disgruntled there. I mean, he's basically said that he doesn't want to go back regardless. So if you're, I know that there is a little bit of competition, obviously there is, and you could get a higher price from that. But at the end of the day, Watson doesn't want to go back. So you don't have all that much leeway if you're Houston.
2: Well, no, no, you don't, but you also have a lot of teams with a lot of assets that are in on them, including the Niners and Dolphins and the Jets, the Jets and the Dolphins, I think kind of have the same thing to offer here where they both have a top three pick and another first round pick this year. So I, I don't think one, you're going to be able to get away with this from one first round pick. I think if you're the jets, it probably starts with your two first rounders this year, which includes the second overall pick. So you make this deal. I, I love Deshaun Watson. I think he's a fantastic quarterback, but he clearly is not going to put a franchise on his back and play off, get him to the playoffs by himself. Cause he just won four games. With the text, with a team not, that
0: had a terrible head coach, a head coach that was switching throughout the middle of the year, a depleted defense, again, no again, not game.
2: his fault, not his fault, but still, I don't. Deshaun Watson does not come in and make you make the Jets a legitimate playoff contender. I think you put them on the Jets right now; they're the third best team in the division.
1: Yeah, I, I, I agree with you, Mike. That's my problem. The Jets have like a really good do, really good at just being mediocre forever, perpetually. And with Deshaun Watson, I think at best. Like, this is the best-case scenario. They go 7-9, and they don't get a playoff spot, and then they get a mediocre draft pick. Where where does that leave them? They kind of screw themselves in the future.
0: I I still disagree. I think that if you get just Sean Watson, a top-five quarterback in the league, that definitely changed a lot of things. Now, going back to your point on the draft, at that second overall pick, who are you going to be getting? You're most likely looking at a debate between Mac Jones and Justin Fields, so you're going to be getting a quarterback most likely either way. Obviously, I'm sorry. Yeah.
2: I'm sorry, Justin. I don't want to cut you off here, but you, you just put Mac Jones in the conversation instead of the best QB in the draft, I mean, Zach Wilson. Me. Zach,
0: I meant Zach Wilson. I'm sorry. Did, did um, you? I hope you did. I'm I I, I, uh, I, I Zach say. Wilson. I've been on record with you guys saying I love Zach Wilson. I want to Zach Wilson. I was gonna say, uh, where
1: did Max Jones come from, man? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: Thank you. Thank you for there. me on that. No, <laughs> I, I don't
1: even think I don't
0: even think Max Jones is a first rounder, personally.
1: Yeah, uh, you gotta respect the Mormon dude.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, if, if the Jets hold on to that second pick and don't have Watson, I would like Zach. Zach Wilson, not Mac Jones. I don't think Mac Jones is a first rounder. No, Uh, I don't either. But (laughs) He'll probably get drafted, but I don't think he's a talent of it. But anyways, uh, all that aside, you get either Zach Wilson or Justin Fields there. And you'd be replacing Deshaun Watson in that scenario. Well, what's the chance that those guys are a top five quarterback in the league right now? Deshaun Watson already is that. What are the chances that they ever become a top five quarterback in the league? Sure, they have the potential to, but it's never a sure thing. You already have that sure thing right now with Deshaun Watson. That's um,
2: that's very true. That it is true. true. It's but taking a, a QB's a risk. Yeah, but, yeah, but, big but. There's, if you trade for Deshaun Watson, you're not looking at a first round pick for the next two years. The Jets, the way you build a, a winner is through the draft in football. It can, you can't just, Make a trade for it. This isn't the NBA. You don't just trade for a star. And then the fact that you haven't drafted well, well course, for the past five years, it, does, it just goes away. You gotta build. You gotta build a core. The Jets. The Jets just aren't. But the ready Jets could to also build
0: us through 3 agency. There are a couple of guys in the offensive line. Joe Thune like the- is the first one that that comes to mind that could, the Jets could go after. I'm not saying they obviously will, but um, Richard Sherman is really high on Sala and the Jets. I mean, he just was with Sala in San Francisco the past couple of years, and he was telling Watson to go over to New York. Um, Alan Robinson has been liking a lot of tweets related to the Jets recently. So if the Jets could get the trio of Watson. Uh, Alan Robinson and Richard sherman it's definitely starts to transform the team uh, to a more winning culture. It's a
1: big if, though, man.
2: Big if, and winning teams supplement through free agency; they don't build through free agency. That doesn't—it just doesn't work in the NFL. By the time NFL free agents are get there, their their prime is their best years are probably behind them. You get a couple good years, and you're eating bad cap for the last last couple. I I think that the Jets would be better served either riding with Darnold. And maybe trading down or getting him getting him another getting him the lineman out of Oregon. Initial. Maybe get him Yes. Maybe get him a, a receiver. Trade down, dra- grab some more draft capital and try and try and build a foundation with your new head coach. If if Robert Sala really is this this great coach that Deshaun Watson and Richard Sherman think he is, let him establish a culture. Because I don't I don't see Deshaun Watson coming in and this team beating the Dolphins or Bills in the AFC East. I just don't think that that's realistic.
0: Well, if on the Jets, I wouldn't really, like you had said, they go out, draft a receiver. I wouldn't be extremely high on drafting a receiver in the first round because obviously Mims Crowder and uh, Perryman isn't anything to blow anyone out of the water, but it's decent enough where, you know, you have bigger holes, interior offensive line, cornerbacks, um, outside linebackers are bigger needs. For the Jets out here, that you would probably want them to get in the first round, whether they trade down or with the pick they got from Seattle. If I'm the Jets, I would use one of those first round picks on them and I would get a guy later in the draft, um, maybe a speedster receiver. Like, I mean, I know I'm biased by saying this as an Auburn fan, but Anthony Schwartz is probably going to be available on day three and he's a really fast receiver. Someone like him, I would rather the Jets get than using a prime draft position uh, for a receiver instead of a position that I think is a bigger need.
1: Yeah, I agree with that, Justin. Uh, we also got to remember that Mims is a great talent, and he's just only going to get better. You know, I think him alone can kind of like, can kind of make it so they don't have to get someone in the first round. But then also, with, you know, Crowder, he's been a proven talent. And then, um, you know, we don't talk about him up. Bashard Br- Perriman's not bad either. He's a respectable um, receiver. He, he's, he's a pretty good vertical threat for them. They could probably use some sort of speedster, I agree. But... It's not like the number one need of that team. The number one need of that team really is the line, and then it's the secondary. In my opinion, that's where they really need the help.
0: Well, especially because they had so many injuries in the secondary last year. I think there were was a stretch of like three or four games where there were two practice squad, undrafted free agents playing out there. I mean, they had Lamar Lamar Jackson, the cornerback, playing From out Nebraska, there yeah. as like the number one or number two cornerback. There are a couple good guys in the first round. I forgot his name, the Northwestern guy you could get in the first round. You could probably get Patrick Sertan in the first round. The South Carolina guy, forgot his name as well off the top of my head, but you get those one of those three guys in the first round. I'd be more than happy with getting them than even like if Devonta Smith was available with whatever pick they would be moving around to get.
1: Yeah, that's my thing. I got Devonta Smith. Folks, really good. You know, he won the Heisman and all. But I just. Definitely don't think it should be on the Jets' mind. I don't think he is either, but um, it definitely isn't one of their biggest needs, and they probably shouldn't go for something like that. But I don't know. I, I it, then again, I'm I'm in. I'm all in on Joe Douglas. I, I'll trust his judgment on whatever he decides. He's been drafting really well so far, so I don't know. I guess we'll see. Yeah,
2: well, I want to apologize, guys. It's the giant fan in me bringing up needing a receiver, <laughs> but um. Yeah, I, I think the question here is there's three – I think there's three paths for the Jets that you go this offseason. It's either you get Darnold and then that's kind of it through draft. The, the draft is a non-factor. You're probably – you might not be picking until the third round. Or you, you ride with, with a QB at two. You're looking at hopefully for I'll, – I'll say hopefully for you Jet fans, Zach Wilson instead of Justin Fields, but probably one of those two. And then your other first round pick, which you could use on, you know, defense, offensive line, or you ride with Sam, you get him another tackle, and you got Becton and the second overall pick left tackle at on your corners, protecting Darnold. And then you got another first round pick that you can use to address your defense.
0: Okay, well, let's let's go into, into each one of those um, scenarios that you had mentioned. I actually really like you bringing that up, because that allows us to talk a little bit about each specific thing and compare them. Uh, so let's start with the first scenario where you would said that the Jets hold on to uh, Sam Darnold. What this likely means is they either trade down, get, I don't know, trade down maybe to, let's say, even the Falcon. Either the Falcons at four or the Eagles at six. You get a first-round pick for this year, maybe a first for next year for it. Or the other option is you go and you get Pene Sewell, the Oregon tackle, uh, with the first overall pick. He probably has a lot of potential going into the interior of the offensive line, too. So either way, you know, it really helps out with one of the biggest needs of the Jets. Either you have one of the best young tackle duos in the entire NFL, or you get some help in in the interior offensive line. Then later on in a draft, in in the first round, you probably go, you hold on to this pick from not getting Watson, and you get someone that... Again, I think Patrick Sertan can definitely be available at this slot. I think that J.C. Horn, who's a South Carolina guy I, I, I blanked on earlier, could still be available. Uh, those are the two top corners in this draft most likely, and those two guys – I don't, I don't see Sertan
2: there at, at – where what is that, 19, something like that? It would be 23. 23, yeah, no way he's there at 23. I'm sorry. Not going to have – he might go top 10. I don't I don't see him being being left for the Jets there, but I like the idea.
0: Well, I, I think there there are three there are three big cornerbacks that you're looking for. There's J.C. Horn, there's Caleb Farley from Caleb Virginia, from v- Virginia Tech. Tech, and Patrick Sertan. And then there's also the, the guy from Northwestern. Um, uh, blinking on right now that also could be good. Uh, probably not a maybe a first rounder, but those four guys, I don't think you could really go wrong with many of them out there. Yeah, so, the, Jets, the Jets
2: could really use some help in the secondary. Just a body out there would be would be nice.
0: You would definitely be able to attack a couple of those needs out there, um, and then in free agency, you could still go out and get a couple guys like I had mentioned. Uh, Chris Hunt, what did you have any? Do you have any thoughts on this so far, or should I continue with this scenario?
1: I mean, I'm I'm more so on the side of keeping Darnold at this rate. I think if they um, keep Darnold and then maybe trade back that number two pick to get something else. I think that might be a smarter decision for them, but I don't know. At the same time, I there's a lot of um, a lot of mock drafts right or anything that's saying that Jets are going to go um, Zach Wilson, and I think Zach Wilson's a really good quarterback too. So I mean, I I, I wouldn't be disappointed in either situation. I think um, I just think they need those draft picks, and that's to rope it back into Deshaun Watson. That's why I think they um they they can't make that trade because they really do need those draft picks.
2: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hop in here on this scenario we just talked about. And if I'm, I'm not a Jet fan, so I watch this team a little bit further away than you guys do. But Sewell and Becton as your tackles, and you let Darnold come in with a, one of the Lafleur Lef- brothers in a new system. I think you give him a shot with Mekhi Becton, who is just a mountain of a man. And Sewell was one of the best offensive line prospects we've, we've seen in recent years. And you give, him, you give him a clean pocket for the first time in his career under a competent OC and see what he's got. That's what I would do.
0: Now, I've also been really – I've liked Arnold this entire time. I've always thought that, you know, he was in a terrible situation. Adam Gase is almost entirely, if not completely entirely, the reason for his progression in the 2020 season and even the 2019 season. But at the same time, if – If you're comparing him, I'm comparing him to Watson again to bring things back full circle. But if you're comparing him to Watson, Watson right now is a top five quarterback in the league. I think all all of us here can agree on that, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I think that's fair.
0: No doubt, yeah. If you're looking at Sam Darnold, as high as I am and you are are on Sam Darnold, does he have the potential to even ever be top seven?
1: No. top, Top five? No, but I never said that. The thing with Donald is he's going to be like a like a Jared Golf kind of thing, which isn't necessarily bad because at least Golf can like bring him to you know deep in the playoffs. I think Donald can always do that. He can always bring them deep in the playoffs with a competent team around him.
2: I yeah, I don't think he will ever, even if he, even if they fix him and they get him right. I don't ever think he'll beat Deshaun Watson, but I do think he gives them keeping him gives them a better chance to win because the assets that it's going to take to get Deshaun Watson are just not worth it like you I think you put a good team around whereas Deshaun Watson's the type of quarterback that can carry you and makes everybody around him better Darnold is a guy where if you surround him with the right pieces you could you could win a championship with him under center I think
0: so if if you hold on to Darnold how deep do you say the Jets should go and get a quarterback or, I mean not a quarterback a receiver
2: a receiver uh you know I don't Maybe a maybe go out in free agency. I don't know what their what's their cap situation look like. They a guy have
0: like sixty like something million free and cap room.
2: Maybe a guy like Galladay or A. Rob or something. But I don't. I think that there are there are more pressing needs. I think Sewell – If you don't trade down, you got to take at too. If you don't take a QB, put him with Becton, and then you you're looking at a line that could be you could be building a special offensive line for the next ten years with those two guys on the edges
0: and if you get Joe Thune or someone like him in free agency as well that only adds to it
2: yeah I think you build you build a a great team up front on the on the offensive and defensive lines you got to be able to hit the other quarterback and protect yours so I think if you can I'd be willing to to go Sewell I would I would stick it too because if you trade down the Bengals probably take him at five because they. Unless,
0: well, they, then the only other trade down option would probably be to the Falcons because the Falcons, I doubt, would take Sewell either. I think no. the Dolphins could though. You think? It, it's possible.
1: Yeah.
2: I've I've seen I've heard a lot of them looking at the receivers, but.
1: Yeah, they're. Too, I know but... they're looking at. Um, they're looking at Chase. I know that for sure. They're but... looking
0: at everyone. Really, it's well, yeah. not. It's not so black and white with the Dolphins because you still. They're... You still don't even know entirely if they're completely over Tua because yeah, right? they're, the they're in a very, year, top they're
2: in the most interesting situation because that's they're a top they have a top three pick, but that's not their pick. They were almost a playoff team. So they're in in most teams, if you were picking top three, you're looking for the best player, but they're in a spot where they're trying to to plug a hole because they could win right now. So I think they're they're very interesting, especially with the fact that they—it seems like they have little to no confidence in Tua, which is very strange because they
0: they barely the top him, five yeah.
2: pick on him. But i I see them as the as the team that really should get Deshaun. So, i I think that it's probably where he ends up too. Despite so I think
0: that it Rather than go to the Jets, what? Despite Watson, rather going to the Jets. Yeah,
2: I I just think that he's the Dolphins are in. The Dolphins could make better use of this asset. Therefore, they will end up paying more for it than the Jets. That's just my opinion. I did, I don't have any insider info here, but the way I'm looking at it is you put the, – the Dolphins and Jets have about the same draft capital to offer because they both have a top three plus another 19 to 25 first-round pick, right? Yes. So if if the Jets 18, make – 18. 18 for the – are 18 for the Finns – so they're, when you factor in their, their two first round picks, the Dolphins are a little higher in the mid rounds and the Jets are one higher at the top. So it's about even, I'd say. So I think if, you, if you're if you the Dolphins, you can afford to trade those two first round picks. So you have a team that just won 10 games and missed the playoffs because it's a very strong AFC. You put Deshaun Watson under center. You now have a quarterback that can put points on the board and go down the field and win you the game. This is a team that probably isn't better than the Bills, but they're going to be probably the first wild card, and they're a. This and they a, could always
0: make a run in the playoffs.
2: Yeah, and they can make a. This is a twelve-win team, probably. You put them on the Jets. I don't think that they jump over the Dolphins. They 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 jump the Patriots, but you know you can never sleep on what Belichick's up to. He's got Patricia back in the fold now, so maybe <laughs> maybe they work it out again. They get the dynasty back on, but I just don't think that. I don't think that the Dolphins will let the Jets make a better offer here.
1: Now let's say let's just say that the the Texans get either number two or three pick in one of these deals, right? Who do you think the Texans take? So that if the Texans
0: go and trade Watson, I just want to say this point because it's just funny to me. If the Texans go out. And they trade Watson to the Dolphins with that get, number three overall pick. They get the pick they, pick that yeah, they, they traded back from They get the yeah, Larry they get their pick back.
1: Yeah, it's awesome. So the
0: Dolphins, it's it, it becomes kind it's of a win-win win for, for them. Yeah, yeah. Tunsil for Watson trade. So that's kind of funny. But they have so many holes too. I would definitely be able to see them going out there and being the first team to draft a receiver if they get one at three. Um, but at the same time, if you're trading away your quarterback it's you're indicating that you're basically given up. So it, you
2: don't happen. trade your franchise QB and then make a win now move. <laughs> well, yeah, clearly. So clearly. I, yeah. I don't think that's much of a debate. I, I would see them going QB. This is a very deep QB class.
0: Yeah. What gotta... do you see them doing it with their first pick? Depending. Yeah.
2: On... Yeah, I, yeah. I don't think with a quarterback. I don't think you wait. If the guy's not good enough to take it three, why do you even want him? Is my opinion.
1: Uh, so... I'm surprised, Jesse, you weren't even talking quarterback there. Um,
2: yeah, I, I think that's the only choice.
1: I, I think so too, because you get away, you give away your franchise Q. You you need to find the replacement as soon as possible. And I thought the question was going to be who you guys think was going to be that Q, but um, apparently not according to well, Justin. No. so what what I personally think is if they get the number two or three, whatever it is, I think they're going to make a play for Justin Fields, and it's only because I think Justin Fields is as close to the to um the Sean Watsons they're going to get now, and that's kind of like he's um, almost
2: oh god we lost, Chris oh, no, we lost son. all right I'll, I'll i'll hop in here because i like what he's saying i think at, at three you're getting one of trevor lawrence zach wilson or justin you're fields, not getting we're not case. getting you're not you're, getting trevor lawrence unless unless urban meyer decides to take uh, his ohio state boy justin yeah. fields <laughs> and the jets pass on lawrence but i think that they'll Zach Wilson's my guy. I think he'll I, I don't think he can pass on Lawrence at one. I've said this before, but I think that Zach Wilson will wind up being the best QB out of this class. He's
0: just got Yeah, I like him. He's like got him.
2: a lot of wow traits. So I think that they because it's the Texans, I'll I'll go off and say that they they would take they're gonna take Mac Jones because they're just gonna they're gonna do the <laughs> wrong thing. But I think that either they at, at three in this in this QB draft, you really can't lose. I don't really I I'm not a big Justin Fields guy but I think for them he like Chris said he does make sense he's close to what he so he does a lot of the things that Deshaun did well and I think that the QB is the only choice here what are you going to do draft a receiver you don't have anybody to throw him the ball draft a draft a lineman who's he going to protect I mean you gotta you gotta start building with a QB right away get this get this new head coach is his guy and let them get to work, start building something.
0: Well, here's the thing. If you do go with a QB, I'm going to have to disagree with you guys with saying that um, Justin Fields is this guy. Now, yes, he's a very similar – he's kind of a prototype of Deshaun Watson. But I, I feel like Zach Wilson, not only is he a better talent, but I feel like he also just fits the Texans better. I feel like the Texans have two guys in Brandon Cooks and Will Fuller who can go as far down the field as you need and need someone to throw in the ball. And Zach Wilson, I think, has probably the strongest arm and the best arm in a draft. Now some people say Trey Lance, I'm still not very high on Trey Lance myself. Um, that's another story for another day when we get to it closer to the draft season. But I think that Zach Wilson is the strongest arm, and you need a guy that has a strong arm and is going to be able to reach Brandon Cooks and Will Fuller, who are two of the faster receivers in the entire NFL.
2: Don't don't get me wrong. I like I like Zach Wilson much better. I, I guess I guess maybe I gave the impression that I like Fields better for the Texans. No, Zach. Oh, Wilson's no, no. My I, don't guy. Think, I
0: think that you still like Wilson uh, yeah. more.
2: Yeah, If Wilson is there at three, you got to take him. Hypothetically, if Lawrence and Wilson are the first two picks, I think you still go. You bite the bullet and you just take Fields because he's I think he's the. Th- I'm not sold on Trey Lance like you. Mac Jones at three is absurd. And I I think I think Fields in a in a in a different QB crop, he might be the first QB off the board. So I think that's him at three is all right. But all not right. again, not my first choice.
0: Well, Chris, you lost connection for a little bit, but now that we've got you back, uh um, yes, would you like to finish your point a
1: little bit? I I am just saying I'm 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 sure one of you expanded on what I was saying, but I essentially I'm just saying that. I could see the Texans go in field just because he is the closest thing to Deshaun Watsons they're going to get. Now, I think Mike was saying that he kind of agreed, but he also thinks that Wilson is a better talent, which I also agree. I think Wilson is definitely the better talent. I mean, the dude only had three interceptions in 2020, and then it was like two were tips, and then the one was from like a Hail Mary or something like that. He just had an excellent year, and, you, yeah, he, and he... he had – yeah, go, go for it.
0: He only had, according to Pro Football Focus, for whatever they're worth these days, um, he only had like three throws the entire season that were even like uh, turnover-worthy throws. Like throws that had a chance of even being like turned over or picked right. off.
2: But that's he's, what I mean. Like he, He's Mormon Mahomes, man. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I, I love him. I think at times he's looked like one of the best QBs in this draft, if not the best. I mean, of course there's Lawrence, but there's at times where he looks like he's even better be honest, but... uh um, like the bowl game. The bowl game against UCF. He
0: looked phenomenal. He had over 100 yeah. yards in the first five minutes.
1: Yeah. Um, I just personally think that they're going to go uh, Fields, though, just because it's someone who they're used to the way he plays. That's just what I think. But, um... Should they probably go Zach Wilson? Yeah, probably. But I just don't think they will.
0: Well, here's the other thing now. Yes, the Texans were used to the way that Deshaun Watson was playing, but... Now you're going to have a full season with a new head coach, and you're going to be able to transition to a new style of offense if need be now. Last year when Bill O'Brien left, you didn't really want to change the offense all that much because you're not going to write a whole playbook uh, during the middle of the season. Now that you have a new head coach and it's going to be his first full season with the team, I think there's definitely a chance that they can move on from the style of offense, the whole play calling that... Bill O'Brien had left to the table, had brought to the table, and still lingered after he had been canned by the Texans.
1: Just in general, this draft is going to be very interesting because, aside from Trevor Lawrence at one, there's no real locks. You know, there's there's a lot of moving pieces. it Seems especially this the Sean Watson deal gets made. That's why I think this draft is going to be really interesting. And I'm very excited for draft night. I, I have no clue who's going to go for what at this rate. You can only just guess. Yeah, all, all you know is Trevor Lawrence at one. And um,
0: af- after that, it's just a whole lot of just, just you can mix and match anyone at any place. And the fact that we have no NFL combine also just only adds to it. You really don't have as much ability to scout out the players pre-draft like you used to. Okay, now that we got what the Texans would do if they trade them away squared away, let's talk about uh, what the Jets would do if they decide not to get Sean Watson, and they decide not to get Panay Sewell at number two. Um, if they get a quarterback, is it black and white between if it's Zach Wilson or Justin Fields? Or do you think there could be some kind of, you know, it could go either way.
1: It's got to be Zach Wilson. It has to be.
2: I'm in, I'm in agreement with Chris here. It has If you're going to take a QB, it's got to be Wilson at two. I don't think Fields should even be in the conversation.
1: Now,
0: here's the thing. I think from a pure talent perspective, yes, Zach Wilson is your guy. If you're going off of the guy that has more talent and has the potential to be better, it is Zach Wilson. And I agree, and I would rather the Jets get Zach Wilson than Justin Fields. But if you're looking right now at what this team needs and what is a better fit for the team right now, given the pieces the Jets have, I think that Fields might be just a little bit better of a um, of a fit. Just because, again, like we had mentioned earlier, Zach Wilson really excels a bit more in the deep ball, especially compared to Justin Fields. And the Jets don't really have that much of deep ball potential at the moment with their weapons. And that Justin Fields is more of a playmaker. And with your receivers, he you still lack a true number one you don't have anyone that's really going to be getting a lot of space right now with the jets and zach wilson as good and talented as he is and i still think he will be a better quarterback justin fields can make a play a bit more and extend the play by scrambling out of the pocket so if you're going purely off of what is the best fit for the team right now i think justin fields is a better fit I, i disagree i'd still rather them get zach wilson but uh, let's hear why you disagree, Mike. Well, I, th- I think the
2: fit is just – I think the fit is actually Zach Wilson because we've heard Zach Wilson talk about a schemes he's familiar with and that he, he runs the Shanahan-style offense at BYU, and that's something that he's comfortable with. And now you have a LaFleur, one of the LaFleur brothers, coming from San Francisco as the QB coach, coming over here to be the OC. That's an offense he's going to be implementing, something that I think Zach Wilson is going to be – There's not going to be too much of a learning curve with him figuring out how to run it. I think that he is the better fit for this for the Jets. He's the more talented player. And I think I don't think you're concerned with immediate fit anyway for when you're drafting a quarterback like this. You're not looking at who's going to win day one. It's who's going to be the face of my franchise for the next 10 to 15 years.
0: Well now the other thing that you could argue is um he probably does fit the LaFleur-Sala style of offense better. There's not much arguing that, but how successful will the offense be in the first year under Sala when you have weapons that are not as suited for it? The The scheme definitely could fit, Wilson, but if the weapons don't fit, how good, how effective is it really right away?
2: Well... Yeah, there's there's going to be it might take some time if the weapons aren't there, but what are what are good weapons without a good scheme? So, I mean if they if you can draw plays to get guys open, it it shouldn't matter. Mm, you're, so, you're... I don't I don't see I don't see the Jets. I the Jets do have a lack of talent, but I don't see I don't see year 1, you know, what they do, they're not going to be good in year 1 if they take a quarterback at two. They're not going to be good in year 1 no matter who they take it to. So, you're you're willing to be you got to be willing to be patient jets fans you've been you've been patient for a long time just a I couple more it. years and it will all start to come together
1: i agree with mike there no matter what's going to happen here they're not going to be an instant win team they're not in a win now situation they need to start rebuilding right now and that's why they need these draft picks to start building up their core they need if if they don't go q here then they need to make a really good decision about someone else and then they got if they don't go q they keep darnold obviously and they got to work around darnold
0: if the Jets hold on to both draft picks, what is the likelihood you think the Jets get a, a quarterback? Like, if you were to give a, a percentage, like, what do you think the Jets' likelihood of getting a quarterback at two is? I'd probably say close to
1: 75%. I'm at, like, a 50-50 here. Because, like, at, on one hand, you know, there's really good talent on the board. but On the other hand... um, Robert Sala seems to be pretty big on Darnold. He's been given a lot of compliments, although he's never explicitly said that Darnold's the guy. He's given a lot of, um, a lot of compliments, and he's even said like I understand why he was picked at three. So it's it's a toss up, in my opinion.
2: Well, I I don't think that Sala is going to come in and start bashing his own players and in press conferences because that's just not a good way to go about it. So I wouldn't read too much into that. I'm with I'm with Chris. I think it's a coin flip. I think you go evaluate you go to a, a combine, you go watch these guys pro days. And if you, you gotta be sure with a decision like this, you can't be. Well,
0: it's a franchise well, altering know. decision. Of course.
2: Yeah. This is this. If you get this one wrong, it's going to set you back five to 10 years. And they, they know they should know that. I hope they know that. So you gotta, I mean, you, you know, they know they have to get it right. So if you're not, you gotta be a hundred percent sold that Zach Wilson or Justin Fields, wherever you want to take it to is the guy. If not, give Darnold one more year to figure it out and I think they hired Sala for a reason they're gonna let him come in and make that decision so I think it might be a little early to tell what they they're gonna play it very close to the to the chest here because they're they're gonna try they're either gonna try and trade Darnold or they're gonna try and leverage that pick and trade down to someone looking for a QB so I don't think we're gonna know until we're pretty close to the draft
1: we're not gonna know until draft night dude I was yeah, likely know I mean it, it's just
0: well, we might know before, depending on if uh, they make any trades, but they might not make that trade till draft night. That is a great point. Um, yeah, the whole Watson Texans controversy could very well be drawn out till three months from now. Yeah. Um, but let's go back a little bit. Uh, let's wrap things up by going back to where we were at the beginning of this podcast and talk about if the Jets do go out and get Watson. Okay, regardless of when the draft or when the trade is made. That means they've got something to do with Darnold. Um, most likely, it means they're going to be trading him. But if the Jets trade him, what do you think is the next step? What do you think is the next step for Darnold? Like, where does he go? How does he fit into that team? And, like, what can the Jets get back from him? Does anyone have any preliminary thoughts on that? They're going to get
1: like a third or fourth rounder, probably. I would Nothing.
0: say a third. Yeah. I'd say yeah. third. I, I wouldn't say fourth. I'd say he's better than a fourth, but. I'd even go as much to say a late second, like a second or a third. Yeah, he's still really young.
2: Maybe I don't know where the market's is. I would say I would say a third, but I wouldn't be I wouldn't be shocked. I guess I no, I would be shocked if he got a late second because I don't think anybody possessing a late second is going to trade for Sam Darnold. But I I could see him. I could see a third round pick. I could see San Fran maybe as a destination. I could see the Colts teams like that that are just in in need of a competent quarterback.
0: Well, now, you, know, you think that the Jets will get less value from him than Arizona got for Josh Rosen? I mean, Arizona got a second and a future fifth for Josh Rosen.
2: Josh Josh Rosen was had less time of being bad than, than Sam Darnold has had. Rosen was coming off of a rookie year as a top 10 pick and, and being a starter. Darnold is now two or three years of mediocrity. I
0: and mean, I guess hindsight is kind of, um, you know, I, I can use hindsight in this now, but what has Rosen done since? Rosen exactly. hasn't done anything since. You think that, again, if it's a team like the, like you said, the Colts seem like they could be a very good fit for him, just in the fact that they need a quarterback desperately now that Philip Rivers just retired. Um, you don't think that, because in Miami, there was no guarantee ever that he was going to be starting. Um, and he clearly never did. At least in Indianapolis, unless the Colts draft a quarterback, Darnold probably would be starting there. And I mean, it's, it might not be the easiest comparison to make between the two trades, but if the Dolphins got, gave up a second round and a fifth for next year for a quarterback that they didn't really even start, and the Colts, again, for example, would be starting Darnold, you don't think the Jets get, you think the Jets get way worse value than that? Well, I think
2: the, the result of that trade
0: that the, that the dolphins made is a reason that that
2: a trade like that is probably isn't going to happen again. I mean, there's a reason that you're giving up on this quarterback and drafting someone else. And Rosen again was much when we were coming into that data, that, uh, that year, when Rosen and Darnold were getting drafted at first, it looked like before Mayfield was even in the picture at the top, it looked at Josh Allen was in the picture. It looked like those two were going to be pick first and second and Allen or in a, Rosen ended up going after Mayfield, Darnold, Allen. So I think that but still he had he had potential and it was a it was a weird situation in in with the Cardinals and they they got rid of him under a new head coach who wanted to draft his own quarterback. With the Jets here, I just think there's more there was more potential with Rosen because it was he was younger. Darnold has shown you more of who he is so I think that hurts
0: well well, Sam Darnold still has potential. he's 23 he's gonna be 24 I like Sam but he's had he's had three years to
2: figure it out and he hasn't done it whereas Rosen only had one and that hurts him and the fact the outcome of that Rosen trade hurts the likelihood that another team is going to make a trade Mm -hmm.
0: like that well again in, in fairness to Darnold I think that a lot of the reason that he regressed was because of Adam Gase um but yeah I think if he's he's given the right coach and it's, it's a bigger risk to take but i wouldn't completely put it past um the colts to give them a second rounder now again it's not a guarantee but i would not be shocked at all if a second rounder came out of the trade chris or if-
2: what what do you think here i think that there's not enough teams interested for him to fetch a second round pick what about you
1: no i, I agree with you i there's a very small market for donald right now there's only like I could really realistically uh, realistically see like two teams. And that's the Colts and 49ers personally. Um, I think at best you get a third rounder.
0: Do you think you could get anything on top of the third rounder? Like a fifth for anything the year after? Maybe. Perhaps.
1: If, if you get a walkie, if Joe Duckles works some magic in the if, yeah. if
0: both If both teams are willing to
2: give you a third, and that's what's the difference maker, possibly, but... I mean the market is just so small it's those two teams and there are better places to look than Sam Darnold if you need a quarterback and I mean he's not I mean I don't think he's either of those teams first choice really so I I could see a third not much more I don't think there's there's going to be a real bidding war over Sam Darnold and if the Jets have decided they're going to take a quarterback they're not in a position to really drive up the price on him cuz everybody they're going to have taken their quarterback of the future already his value is only going to go down after that.
0: Now, one final, um, just shot in a dark question I wanted to ask. Um, not that I think this happens at all. Uh, it, it would be, I would be very surprised if it happened. But is there any chance at all, any scenario, where you guys see the Buccaneers even considering Sam Darnold? Because Tom Brady... He's got one year left on his contract after this year, and he's going to be 44. There isn't even a complete guarantee he's playing or productive at all next year. And he has that one year on his contract. And after that, Blaine Gabbert is his backup. And then their third, right now on their depth chart, their third quarterback is actually Ryan Griffin.
1: I'll be honest, I can't see it happening. I I don't see the
2: Bucks burning draft capital on a backup quarterback for Tom Brady. I don't think he'd be. I don't think he did went there with and seeing that happening. So, I think they're gonna. It depends a lot on how this year finishes. If they get if they get smoked by Green Bay tomorrow, maybe, maybe they go out and they they get Tom some insurance in case he retires after next year. He become or he gets hurt. But I I don't I don't see them giving up any valuable draft capital for for Sam Darnold.
0: Okay, that's fair. I, I that's probably about what I expect you guys to say too. Um, but it, it was a complete, it was just a shot in the dark thing to mention. Um, I like it
2: though. Good, good question.
0: Thank you, thank you. One last thing uh, before we get going. It's the last thing I promise. Um, again, I, I had mentioned I'm a little bit higher on where the Jets could end next season with the current rosters in place. Um, I still think it's six and ten. But let's go over each of the scenarios that we had mentioned earlier. If the Jets keep Darnold... What do you guys think the Jets have? Uh their record is this year. I like I said, I think it's probably around six and ten with the current roster. I think five and eleven with the Darnold.
2: I, I agree. Five and eleven sounds sounds good. You
0: know. Okay. What about if the Jets draft Justin Fields? Um and do decent the rest of the draft, do decent
1: in free agency. Maybe seven to nine. I'm still seeing around 5-11, 6-10. So you four think and, you could add one win?
2: Four and twelve probably if they draft Maybe. Fields.
0: You think you think the Jets take a step back with Fields instead of Darnold? Yeah. I don't first, know. First Why year, first year
2: QB, first year QB out of Ohio State, yes, they're gonna take a step back.
0: Okay, well, if you're going logo hunting, then sure, the Jets will go two and fourteen with Justin Fields, actually. Um, and then how about Zach Wilson? Zach Wilson I can I can see like seven nine. Seven and nine. Maybe lean eight and eight, maybe touch five I maybe. Leave.
2: I would stick because he's a rookie, and there's not that much there, especially because they then he's with. they the only guy they're really bringing in. I'd say uh, six and ten, six maybe and seven 10. and nine, maybe seven and nine. Well, if, you know, it's a week week schedule, so seven and nine. Yeah, probably. it's a
0: week schedule. It's it's not an I'll give him seven and nine. Zach, but if the Jets get if the Jets get to Sean Watson, am I crazy for saying they can potentially go ten and six? I think they could split the division. Yeah, I think I think yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's insane. I think let, let I me pull so up. Sorry. Let me pull up their opponents real quick. Um,
2: I'd, I'd say I'd say eight and eight is fair if they get to show. I think that would be a, a monster season.
1: Eight and eight would be the best case scenario for them. I,
2: I think Deshaun Watson would have to. He'd win so the MVP think, if he could get the Jets to eight and eight.
1: He'd deliver so the carrying back.
0: Let me let me let me go back a second. You said, Chris, you said earlier that the Jets could go seven and nine, potentially touch eight and eight with Zach Wilson.
1: Correct. You don't think. Deshaun Watson improves that at all? I don't. I think that's that is their that's their ceiling. I mean, they can't go ceiling. past it. I'm shocked at that. Honestly, I, I, I'm just well, being a reality. Zach, Zach, Zach Wilson
0: is a gonna, better
2: QB right now than Deshaun Watson. Zach Book Wilson it. isn't going to come it. out
0: as a top five quarterback, lead in a, in his first year. He's Mormon Mahomes. Take it to the bank. Okay. Well, l- let me let me explain my my reasoning right here with the Jets 2021 opponents. The Buccaneers, the Jets play at home probably won't beat. Saints, same thing, although I think they would have a slightly better chance of beating the Saints than the Bucks right now, um, especially if the Saints, we don't know what they're doing to quarterback just yet. The Titans, they also probably don't beat, but the rest of their opponents, I could see them beating at home with Deshaun Watson. Uh, the Jags, I could see them beating definitely, even without Watson. The Bengals, I can. The Bills, it's 50-50. It's a toss-up. The Dolphins and the Patriots, I think they could beat at home with Watson. So
1: that's four wins at home, at least.
2: I don't think they're beating the Bills or Dolphins.
0: They're definitely Deshaun not Watson, beating sorry. the Bills.
1: The Dolphins they have a chance, not the Bills. It just
0: also yeah. depends on how the Dolphins do a quarterback in this scenario. But if, the, if yeah. the Jets keep if the Jets keep Deshaun Watson out of the Dolphins' hands, I definitely wouldn't say that win is a surprise. And then on the road, the Jets have the Falcons next year. I think they could beat them either way. they have the Panthers, the Texans, the Colts, the Broncos. I think they could win four, if not all five of those games, plus oh my God, plus at least one if with Watson with watson
2: yeah i mean I mean they they still have to play all sixteen of the games, so they could theoretically win all of them. that is true
0: no kidding but i it's it's not like you're looking at. You know, a game against the Chiefs and saying, "Oh yeah, I think they can win." No, they would get destroyed. But you know, it, it's. I think that you look at those games. I think the Jets go three and three in the division. The rest of the schedule is pretty weak, and I think they could win six or seven games at least between those other games between the Broncos, Colts, Texans, Panthers, Falcons, Bengals, Jags.
2: I I think I'd be I'd be surprised if they went two and four in division. Or that's what I I think they'll do. Maybe they get the maybe they get the Patriots at home and maybe the Dolphins at home. Coin flip, and then the game in in, uh, in New England's a coin flip too. So we'll, we'll round off and give them a, a whole win there and say two two and four. I I I don't know. You're high on life right now, Justin. Give me some of what you're. Yeah, smoking. look say, a, look look look. A ten-win jet team. I don't I don't think so.
0: I, think I finally going have to some the... hope with my teams, man. And and I just want to ride the hope. I mean, the Mets have finally been doing some things, even though they got they lost out on Springer, which isn't a bad thing, but that's a different story for a different day. Uh, the Mets finally looked competent for the past couple of years. The Knicks finally look semi competent. The Devils look semi competent and the Jets have done a couple good things. So I just wanna ride I just wanna ride the hype and I wanna let me be happy. Okay.
1: I let's, just think you're go going to delusional Jets fan territory. Yeah, if you want to
0: be happy,
2: you should have thought of that before you were a Jet fan.
1: Oh, yeah, that's true. I was born into it. It wasn't my... Yeah, choice. yeah. that's what they all say. I say it as well. <laughs> I mean, so divisional wins, I think they can sweep the Patriots, and I think they can maybe take one game from the Dolphins. They can probably get three wins in division. I think that's fair.
2: Two or three, tops. I yeah. say I say two. is. I say maybe Maybe they beat the I think they beat the Pats at home, maybe in New England, and maybe they win a home game against the Dolphins, and that's about it.
1: To so it's also also a, a, it a also team. depends on who the Patriots quarterback is. They might be going quarterback in the draft too. We can see like a Mac Jones pick for them.
2: Possibly they reunite with Jimmy G, bring him home.
1: Yeah, that's possible. I, and too. Mac
2: Mac Jones is like a a young Jimmy G, so I think that I think one of those two, there's a good chance is under center for for Belichick next year.
1: Yeah, I, there's no way it's going to be Cam
0: Newton
2: no they're done with that
0: yeah yeah that ship sailed all right does anyone else have anything else they want to add or we better wrap things up here i just i just want to make a a quick shout out to one of our
2: biggest fans andrew ruff i just want to congratulate him on standing up to his mom today so andrew if you're listening (laughs) congratulations on that we're all real proud of you here at double say sports so i just i just wanted to to send our well wishes his way
1: yeah Yeah, right there
0: give some mad respect to andrew ruff out there um you know, he's kind of he's kind of a genius, if you want to call him that.
1: And for Andrew Ruff's sake, I hope Cam Newton does have a spot next year somewhere. Yeah, maybe with the Rams. Maybe, maybe.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, but that just about does things from our end over here. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the Double State Sports Podcast. We're right around 1,000 total listens now, so that really means the world to us. Let's Yo, pump Epic!
1: Those,
0: let's pump those numbers up, though, because those are rookie numbers. So the only way you could do that... Is by subscribing to the Double State Sports podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever you get your podcasts. Sharing it with your friends because that is the best way that we can expand. Uh, following us on our Instagram at Double State Sports because that's where we post about every podcast that goes live. And uh, lastly, by leaving a review, whether it's a five-star review if you think our content is good, a one-star review if you just want to troll us, or whatever, something in between, uh, because that just brings our podcast to life. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, everyone, know, for talking to you. Thank you for coming on. Thanks for listening, everybody. Take care. This has been the Double Say Sports Podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Double Say Sports to be notified every time the podcast goes live.